Welcome to Daybreak Devotions, a podcast version of the daily radio ministry of the McLeansville Baptist Church with your host, Pastors Mike Barnett and Corey Cantrell. This is Pastor Mike Barnett, and I welcome you back to this Tuesday broadcast and part two of sharing the message from this past Sunday morning with missionary Charlie Russell on When God Let Suffering Get Into Your System from the book of Job. And if you were listening yesterday, you had, I'm sure, you, you had to have got some real help out of that. It really was a blessing. It was a blessing to share it again in the radio broadcast. Today we're going to finish the message, and uh, I believe we'll have time to back up and catch a little bit of it again that was played yesterday But I did want to tell you that if you missed yesterday's radio broadcast and you're listening today and you'd like to get all of the message, what you can do is go to the McLeansville Baptist Church website and you can, on our website, there'll be a link to Daybreak Devotions. And you can click on that. It'll take you to the podcast version of our radio broadcast. And you can go back and listen to not only yesterday's broadcast, but you can listen to every Daybreak Devotion going back to January of this year. So I wanted to tell you about that. And those resources are available to you if you'd like to do that. Uh, We sure do enjoy getting the opportunity to be with you uh, every day at this time, and so glad you came back today for this message. Again, this is going to be Brother Charlie Russell in part two of the message, When God Let Suffering Get Into Your System. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. So again, somebody come by, Job, what's the secret to your success? How'd you get so much wealth? How'd you get such a great family? How'd you get so many blessings? He said, boys, you got to sacrifice. Amen? You got to sacrifice your time. You got to sacrifice your money. You got to sacrifice your talent. You've got to live a sacrificial life. That would have been his answer. And then let me say this, just like separation, I'm not mocking living a sacrificial life. We ought to live a sacrificial life. Amen? Hello? There ought to be some sacrifices made of our time, sacrifices made of our talent, sacrifices made of our finances. Amen? But that in and of itself is not Christianity. Amen? And then the third thing of his system He had a system of separation. He had a system of sacrifice, but he had a system of service. Look with me over at uh, Job chapter 29. Let's look at verses 12 through 17. Look what he says right here in Job 29, verses 12 through 17. Job said, Because I delivered the poor that had cried and the fatherless and him that had none to help him. The blessings of him that was ready to perish came upon me and caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. I put on righteousness and it clothed me. My judgment was a robe and a diadem. I was eyes to the blind and feet was I to the lame. I was a father to the poor and the cause which I knew not I searched out. And I break the jaws of the wicked and I pluck the spoil out of his teeth. So Job's part of his system was not only separation and sacrifice, but part of his system to achieve happiness and success was sacrifice. Amen. Was service. 
He said, boys, you got to serve God. You got to get busy. It kind of, thank the Lord, it's, it's dying out. Thank the Lord, it's phasing out. But sad to say, many of our Baptist churches for years work off of a philosophy of win them, wet them, and work them. Get them saved, get them baptized, and work them like a borrowed mule. Get them working in the uh, nursery, get them working on the bus route, get them working in Sunday school, get them working doing other things. And so Job's system uh, uh, was a system of separation, a system of sacrifice, and a system of service. And anybody that come by said, Job, how did you get to where you at? How you get so many blessings? He said, well, you got to sacrifice, you got to separate, and you got to serve. I'm convinced at this point, Job was convinced he had figured God out. Is anybody listening this morning? I fear at this point, Job feel like he had arrived. Job had what John Mark Comer calls religious faith. See, religious faith says, if I do this, God will do that. And Job had boiled his spirituality down to a simple formula. If I serve, if I sacrifice, and I separate, God will bless Amen. But I tell you what God did. God did something that he's done in my life. And I guarantee if you've been saved for any length of time, God's done it in your life. He allowed suffering to invade his system. Amen. And boy, when that suffering arrived, it absolutely destroyed his system. It absolutely diminished his system. Brother Russell, how can you say that? We look over at Job chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. Look what the Bible says. First of all, it destroyed his separation. Look what he says right here. So went Job forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And he took unto him a potsherd to scrape himself with all. And he sat down among the ashes. Are y'all listening this morning? Give me a good amen. I want to say this very carefully. But after the suffering came, Job sitting there in that pile of ashes, scraping those boils. Are y'all with me this morning? He didn't look much like a Christian. He didn't have a tie on. Amen. Didn't have a suit on. Wasn't even smiling. He wasn't even faking a smile. Amen. Boy, aren't we good at that. How many of y'all, you and your husbands and wives, have fought like cats and dogs all the way to the church house? Boy, we walk in and we strut in the back door like we're John the Baptist. Hey, preacher. Hey, brother. How you doing? 
Amen. Job couldn't even put on anymore. He couldn't even pretend to be a separated Christian. That image and that projection was gone. Amen. Then not only was the separation gone, but let me say this, his sacrifices were gone. He no longer had the strength and the ability to go out there and slay those animals and to, to, to offer up those sacrifices. And then not only was the separation gone and destroyed, his sacrifices was gone and destroyed, but his service was destroyed. He no longer had the physical strength and the physical ability, are y'all listening this morning, to do Christianity. Amen. He no longer had the physical strength and the physical stamina to do the work of God. So God had allowed suffering to totally disrupt and destroy his system. Amen. How many of you don't have to raise your hand, but I'm going to raise my hand. How many of y'all have ever had God just to blow your system out of the water? How many of you ever had God to come in your system like a whirlwind and turn your system upside down? Now, you're, you're welcome to raise your hand on this one. But uh, how many of y'all have ever heard the saying, God never removes something from your life? but that he doesn't replace it with something better. Amen. Job, suffering came in and destroyed his system, but we're going to see what God replaced it with. Go with me to Job chapter 38. Why are you turning? Oh, well, get me a drink of water. The first thing, and we're going to finish up here in just a minute. Pastor said, in a perfect world, we get out at 1030. I said, you might live in a perfect world, but you hired an imperfect preacher. Is anybody listening this morning? Amen. So we're going to shoot for 1030, but we'll see what the Lord does. So, so God has, has destroyed his system. His system of separation, his system of sacrifice, his system of service. What is he giving him in replace? Don't you see, first of all, Job chapter 38, verse number 1, he gave him a fresh revelation of God. Look what he says right here. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Hallelujah! His separation was gone. His service was gone. His system was totally obliterated. But what did God do? He moved in and said, Son, I'm going to give you something better than a system. I'm going to give you a Savior. Amen. He said, I took away your rituals. But hallelujah, I'm replacing it with relationship. Amen. I guarantee I'm preaching to somebody this morning and say, Brother Russell, I'm here, but man, suffering has invaded my world. Suffering has turned my life upside down. What have you got to say to that preacher? I say, hallelujah. 
I say glory to God. You say, preacher, how can you say that? Because you're going to see God and experience God in ways that you've never seen Him before. Amen. Suffering breaks down our system. And once the system has been destroyed, once the system has been dispersed, hallelujah, that's when God shows up. And He shows you, you don't need a system. All you need is a Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to take this a step further. Amen. I don't think... You can experience the Savior till the system is destroyed. I think the system's got to go before the Savior can move in. I was was up in Maryland, and uh, this lady sung a song. Boy, let me say this. Can I throw it in part? Boy, I appreciate the music this morning. Amen. Do y'all understand... There's a difference between music and performance. I've had it up to here with performance. Amen. You can see performance on Netflix. You can see performance on ABC and NBC and CBS and M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. I'm done with performance. Give me somebody that, that's singing unto the Lord. But this lady sung a song. She sang this song, boy. She sang it with the power of God and the anointing of God. She said, even in the valley, God is good. And I got up behind her. I said, sis, I'm not trying to correct you, but I'm just adding to what you said. It's true what you said even in the valley, God is good. But I'm going to tell you something. You won't learn how God, truly good God is until you get in the valley. You won't learn how gracious He is until you've experienced some suffering. Amen. And then not only did He give Him this, a fresh uh, revelation of God, but He gave Him a fresh education from God. Look at verses 2 and 3. He says, this is God talking, chapter 38, verses 2 and 3. He says, who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee and answer thee. Job, is, or excuse me, God is saying, Job, I've listened to you and your uh, general assembly committee on suffering I've listened to y'all discuss me I've listened to y'all discuss your situation for 30 chapters he said all you've done he said you darkened counsel with words without he said all you've done is muddy the waters he said you boys don't have a clue what you're talking about amen You know, Job, excuse me, God begins to ask Job a series of questions about stars, about animals, about the weather, 
things of the physical universe. And of course, Job's standing there. He ain't got a clue. And I think God's point was, Job, you have no idea how I operate right. the material universe. How in the world are you going to think you're going to understand how I operate the moral universe? When will we ever stop trying to figure out God and box him in our little system? Amen. You'll never figure him out. His ways are above our ways. Oh, we can get some truth from the Scripture. We can get some doctrine from the Scripture. But honey, God will never figure in our little body. You know what's hilarious? I've been saved for, for 37 years. 35 years ago, I had all the answers. Amen? Here I stand before you, 56 years old, been saved for 37 years. I'm not even sure what the questions are anymore. And I tell you what suffering does, it'll bring you face to face with the reality you don't have God figured out. Amen. And I tell you, you'll get a fresh vision of his immensity and his glory and his power. And I tell you what, all you'll be able to do is just like Job said, he said, Lord, I'm done talking. I'm ready to start listening. Amen. Then the third thing he did, he gave us a fresh evaluation of himself. And I got a couple more. Let's go to Job chapter 40. Look what he says right here. Job chapter 40, <clears throat> verses 1 through 5. says, Moreover the Lord answered Job and said, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproveth God, let him answer. Look what Job said, verse number 3. He said, Then Job answered the Lord and said, Behold, I am vile. What shall I answer thee? I will lay my hand upon my mouth. Once I have spoken, but I will not answer. Yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. And then, verses 42, verses 1 through 6, says, Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not. Things too wonderful me which I knew not. Here I beseech thee and I will speak. I will declare of thee and declare thou unto me. I have heard thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eyes seeth thee. Verse number 6, Wherefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Let me give you this real quickly. The downfall... This is, this is me talking. When suffering comes and it blows our system out of the water, and God reveals himself, he reveals his glory, he reveals his power, and he draws us closer to him, it's at that point we really realize how sorry and low down we are. <laughs> yeah. Amen. It's almost like, you know, I come out of the bedroom, I think I look pretty good. But then my wife looks at me. <laughs> and she sees everything. And I've learned just to dodge her. Somebody say amen right there. But I'm going to tell you something. Don't we think we look pretty good? Don't we think we perform pretty good? But I tell you what a fresh encounter with God will do. It will give you a fresh revelation. 
of just how sorry we, and boy what was the song said the, the, the worth and the unworthiness amen and then this is my closing statement right here I want you to look at this verse man this is good I about spoke in tongues when I read this I was just kidding amen look at chapter 42 verse number 5 I'm done amen look what Job said I've heard of thee by the hearing of the ear but now mine eye seeth thee as a result of his suffering Job lost his system but he got his sight ain't that good don't that make you want to take a lap did you hear what I said as a result of that suffering Job lost his system but he got his sight he saw God in all his glory and all his splendor and all his power and all his might and Job from that point on he had ditched his rituals and entered into relationship amen say brother Russell I, 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 I'm that person I don't have time to reteach what I taught yesterday but if suffering comes into your life it came with a memo with God's signature amen if you're going through a time of suffering take your hands off let God sweep out your system and let him take that suffering and bring you closer to him amen that brings us to the close of that uh, great message and we sure enjoyed that here this past Sunday morning well I We'll be really excited to get back tomorrow and bring Pastor Corey Cantrell back. We'll get in here, and who knows, we might get back in the book of Galatians tomorrow. You never can tell what we might be up to. Our hearts have been really blessed and full over these last several days. And we thank you for joining us on today's program. We hope that you'll tune in with us each and every day right here on Daybreak Devotions. Pastor Mike and I will discuss various topics in God's Word. If you've got any questions, comments, we would love to hear from you at daybreakdevotion at gmail.com.